What's up, everybody? Another edition of Mojax is here. We're, we're, we're in the depths of football season, and we have another exciting guest tonight. We have head coach of the Northwest Jaguars. Now, that's not local, but you're going to know as soon as we say this. In Germantown, Maryland, he coaches none other than Caden Prather. He is head coach Mike Neubeiser. Mike, coach, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's definitely a pleasure. Um, well, we got to start it off by, by this COVID stuff, man. We we got to ask you, we know Maryland is not playing. Have you guys got any updates at all on possibly playing in the near future? So I'm on a few committees, and it looks as though we're going to play in the spring. I mean, it's not quite official yet, but that's that's some there's some proposals out for that. So We'll have an abbreviated season in spring at some point, hopefully like mid March to late May, something like that. Wow, that's interesting. So we, so West Virginia, it's crazy. It's been a little crazy. They they're trying to play. Games are getting canceled left and right. We've got this color code system. You know the high schools and the and the teams are doing what they're supposed to do, but we just it's it's not going too well. A lot of them's getting canceled. So yeah, our local high school here, the first week of the season. They so a county turned red. They didn't have a game because if your county turns red, you can't play. And so they didn't have a game. A school called them on a football field when they were about to scrimmage, and they took a real game on five hours' notice. <laughs> so that's just kind of how crazy. And they won like sixty nine to yeah thirty four. Yeah, people are scheduling games on on just days' notice because they just want to play. You know, it, it's just got to be crazy. I mean, how how I mean, are you meeting with your team? Are you able to do that? Are they having school? But no, so we're no school. We're not in school, wow. and everything is virtual. So I haven't seen my kids in person since March. Man, wow! So it's, are yeah, they just kind awful. of working out on their own? I guess if they're able to. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, most most kids um, they, they they have a trainer or somebody they're working out with, or they're going to the gym together, um, and, and we put some workouts out there for them to, to do and. Um, and they, you know, most of the kids are established like Caden, they've been around for a while, so they, they know what they're doing. Um, it's just, you know, not the same when you're not with your teammates, with your coaches, you know, but I think they're still getting good work in. And I know Caden's getting great work in with his trainer. I've watched some video of him and, uh, he's been working hard. So you've been the coach there since 2010? Uh, 2011 was 2011. my first season, but yep. And then you've, yep. you've won two state championships, right? So yeah, we won uh, in back to back in 2013, 2014, and then we've been a contender. And then, uh, and then last season we ended up going to the state championship and lost to Wise, who's actually coached by one of my teammates from Wake Forest in college. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, that was kind of one of the next questions we wanted to ask you. I, I saw when I was doing my research, I was like, oh man, he's a Wake Forest alum. My, our nephew, uh, me and Bubba right. here on the set. Yep. Um, he actually committed last year to be a defensive back. He was a three-star kid uh, and just fell in love with the campus, the new facilities. Uh, he committed pretty early in the process just because he fell in love with the coaching staff and campus. So how was your Wake Forest days? You played football, right? I did. So I played for Bill Dooley the first two years, who had coached at Virginia Tech previously. And um, he coached Bruce Smith, I think, at Virginia Tech. And he coached at North Carolina back in the day. Um, I played for him for a couple of years and we had some good teams. We went to the Independence Bowl one year, played Oregon. We actually beat Oregon in uh, nice. Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. In the Pullman Weed Eater Bowl. <laughs> and then, um, 
And then Coach Caldwell came in, um, who was uh, recently had coached for uh, Detroit and um, Indianapolis. Um, you know, the head coach there. So he was awesome the last couple of years I was there. Uh, he, you know, came from Penn State, so he was a Joe Paterno disciple. Wow. So was coaching, did you kind of always think that was going to be be there for you when you stopped playing? Is that something you always wanted to do? Uh, not, not really. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. But uh, my uncle was a big influence on me, Fred Joyce. He, he's from Cumberland, uh, not too far from you guys, Cumberland, Maryland. Yeah. We got um, he played at there. Fort Hill. Yep. Oh, that big, big time, big time school. Yeah, so he played at Fort Hill and then played at the University of Maryland and then coached at Gaithersburg High School and uh, coached me. And then when I got done, he, he talked me into coming out and coaching. So I did that and then I just stayed with it. I loved it, you know, and stayed with it. So um, it's rewarding. You know, you, you get kids like Caden that, that are super talented every once in a while, but then, you know, it's, it's all the other kids too that, you know, you end up hoping to make a difference in their lives and get them to go to college and, you know, you see them come back with kids and, you know, doing good things that makes you feel good. Yeah, so you've had a slew of players then, I'm I'm guessing, that went on to the next level, some pretty big-time players. Can you tell us about some of those? So, uh, recently, we have, we have a couple at Pitt, which you guys probably don't want to hear. But, um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they crushed our world in 07. is a speedy uh, corner, and he's actually he actually started – uh, week one, week two for Pitt at corners as a, a redshirt, actually a sophomore. He didn't redshirt last year. So he's a sophomore. This is his second year. And then we have a, a D lineman, DeAndre Jules, who's there, um, who's looks looks like he's going to have a great career, but he's behind some studs. So yeah, um, getting limited playing time right now. And then we got some kids, you know, around the country. We got a player at uh, Cincinnati and um, UMass, and we got a bunch of kids at Monmouth and James Madison. So we got some kids out there. So locally, how far are you all from D.C.? And who's your big? We I always like to ask this: Who's your big rival? Like local rival? Yeah. So for us, we are we're about uh, fifteen to twenty miles north of D.C. and uh, just but Montgomery County butts right up against D.C. right above it. So we're about fifteen to twenty miles of north of that. And then um, our biggest rivalry is Quince Orchard, and um, that's every year is just a huge battle. The stands are packed and. There's people wrapped all the way around the track, and it's a big, big event. If you watch some of Caden's highlights, he has some highlights from that game. You can see all the fans there. It's, it's uh, the, the game of the year every year, and um, they're an incredible program. I actually used to coach there back in the day too, which is interesting. Oh, nice. So yeah. you mentioned how that you guys are kind of flipping it and playing in the spring as far as you, you can tell. Are you going to lose any, any players to early commits or you know the ones that go early to, to college? Uh, Caden, actually. So, Caden, the big thing with him is, uh, we, you know, we made sure that he got his summer school courses so that he could uh, early enroll at, at West Virginia. So, that's the goal is to get him up there by January so that he has a chance to play in the fall. That's that's the big goal for us. Yeah, that's what I had heard. I just didn't know, if, you know, those things have changed. That's that's just terrible. Yeah. He basically misses his entire senior season, and I'm sure that's terrible for your team, too. It is. It really is. I mean, he, he's a great kid, uh, leader, works hard. Um, so it is. But at the same time, I want what's best for him. And so we, we figured either way he needs to he needs to get up there and get to work and learn the offense because I feel like with his athleticism, you know, all the tools he has, I feel like he has a chance to play early. 
All right, Coach, so you, you mentioned Caden Prather there. Obviously, W fans are stoked. Uh, you're talking about a kid who essentially could have went literally anywhere. literally anywhere in the whole country. Uh, you know, he stays fairly close there. Um, I think has a relationship with a couple coaches. But overall, just tell us, tell Mountaineer fans what they can expect out of him um, and, you know, how he's been coaching and all that. So to start with physically, he's got, you know, an NFL receiver body right now. He's 6'3", close to 210, runs legit 4'4". He ran a 4'4 when he came up for camp at, at West Virginia. And he hasn't even – we never even really got a chance to work on him running his 40. Like, that's just – that's without a lot of training. Like, I think if he really worked at it, he'd probably get down to a 4'3". He's, he's never really worked at it. Um, that hard it just kind of comes natural for him, his speed. Is, is excellent. He's explosive, uh, very strong, like a really, really strong kid um, for his size, you know, for, for, for being a receiver. Most receivers aren't strong. He's, he could play. We've talked about this as a coaching staff. He's one of the few players I've ever coached that could play any position on the football field <laughs> wow. in high school. Seriously, we had him at the end, oh you know, the Russian in, in nickel situations. Um, he can play corner. He can cover anybody. His cover skills are great. I, I know that the offensive coaches up there probably don't want me to say that too loud. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but he, he's phenomenal in coverage um, and just, just a good kid, very receptive, uh, intelligent, and he gets the game. You know, he understands the game, which is, which is big. So you mentioned the coaching staff. So our previous coaching staff in West Virginia, this is a kid that they probably wouldn't even have went after. But Neil Brown has kind of started to turn it around and put more work in on the recruiting trail. So <laughs> did you meet any of them? What's your impression of Neil Brown and the coaches who ever recruited Caden? So uh, I have met Neil Brown a few times, um, and he's reached out, and, and we, we've talked, and um, – he just is a very genuine person yeah. and he cares. That's, I think it's, I think it's infectious. The whole staff seems, seems to be that way. They, they truly care about the kids and it's, it's family for them. And you can tell from, from when you meet them. And I think that makes a huge difference. You know, that's what kids want. Absolutely. So was it interesting during, during Caden's recruiting process, you had about every coach in America coming to you, talking to you. Was that, tell us about that. It was. It was pretty neat. We had um, some of the, I guess, the big ones. We had uh, Nick Saban, and actually, our offensive coordinator is Chris Samuels, who played for the Redskins for ten seasons and, and played at Alabama. So, oh wow! And he coached at Alabama for a year, like an intern type thing, um, where he coached there for a year, and so he knows Saban really well. And, and they came, and it was it was neat to see, you know, C Coach Samuels with Saban, and then you know, some of their other coaches and that was, that was really cool. Um, you know, seeing those guys and getting, getting to meet all the coaches and, and whatnot. There, there's a lot of really, uh, neat personalities out there, you know, in college football you, you, to be at that level, you gotta be pretty special. Well, that's one thing Saban owes us, you know, he's a West Virginia boy. He didn't stay home <laughs> local to coach us. So he owed us a big time recruit like Caden. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah, That's every great. once in a while, he just has to, you know, throw us a bone here or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, definitely, when we get a recruit, when West Virginia fans see a recruit like Caden, it's like the first thing you think is, well, he better not flip. Because, you know, you got Oklahoma coming, Ohio State, Alabama. That's one of our biggest worries. But it looks like he's pretty committed and going to enroll yeah. in the in January. Yeah, he, he is. He's locked in. He I think he loves the staff. I think he feels very comfortable. 
um, with everyone up there. Uh, he's actually pretty good friends with David Akali. Oh, yeah. Um, who's who's going to be a heck of a football player himself. Um, I was supposed to coach David in the Big 33, which is the all-star game between Maryland and West Virginia. I mean, sorry, Maryland, Maryland and Pennsylvania yeah. uh, in the Big 33. So um, it's played in Hershey every year. And so um, he was on that roster. David Akali was, and uh, gosh, I was looking forward to coaching him in that in that game, but uh, that got canceled like everything else. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, coach, yeah. again, uh, we do thank you for your time. We don't want to take too much of your time. We we do wish you the best. We really hope you guys can get playing, even if it's the spring. We know it's tough. We're just fans, and we know yeah. it's super tough. So, best of luck with that. And again, we really appreciate you taking some time out and talking to us. Sounds good. It was great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot, Coach. All right. Yep. Take care.